Hello and welcome to the Wagtails podcast. My name is Megan Corcoran and I'm the director of the Wagtail Institute. In this podcast, I invite some pretty cool people to come and have a conversation with me on all things trauma, healing, education and well-being. I started this podcast as I realized some of the biggest learning that has happened in my career has been through meeting really great people that are working in the field and having great conversations with them. In this episode, I'm joined by Matthew Hartnett, who is an AFL Talent League Wellbeing Coordinator and a long-term teacher. We explore the relationship between wellbeing and performance, the importance of community and relationships, and how wellbeing really plays a part in the various aspects of Matt's life. I really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as we enjoyed recording it. Welcome to the 15th episode of the Wagtails podcast. I'm excited. I kind of feel a little bit like um, indulgent with this podcast sometimes where I just get to invite people that I really like to come and talk to me. Um, So I've actually got a really good friend that I haven't seen for quite a while. I've got Matt here. Welcome to the podcast, Matt. Oh, Megan, I'm thrilled to A, be here and um, and B, yeah, catch up, catch up. It's it's great. I'm really excited to chat all things um, well-being and, and whatever else bobs up. So yeah, thanks so much for having me. No, thank you so much for coming in. So Matt, can you tell us a little about, a bit about who you are, what you do? Yeah. Um, so Megan, I'm uh, a teacher by trade. Um, yeah, just work at Xavier College. I've done that for 25 years now. So in the primary space, I'm head of year five, six, which is a great job at a great school. I, I, I love it. And um, yeah, 25 years is an awful mm. long time. But I do love it. The people are, are amazing. Um, they're, I love the, you know, the sort of the ethos and the culture of the school. And, um, and that's what keeps me there coming back year after year. And uh, yeah, yeah, it, it's, it fulfills me quite a lot. So, and working with the young boys, oh, they're great kids. Yeah. yeah they're just um, in that formative year space. So um, I like to think, you know, we're making a difference and, and setting them up for success into their senior years. So yeah, Xavier's been really, really good to me. So I'm a teacher by trade, as I said. Um, I'm also, when I'm not teaching on the on the side, I guess as a part-time job, I, um, I'm the wellbeing coordinator uh, for the Eastern Rangers under-18 boys. So that's part of the AFL's Talent Pathways mm. um, competition, which yeah, I've been involved with this year. Yep. And I've loved it, absolutely loved it. Um, I'm a bit of a footy head. I, I love sport, <laughs> full stop, um, among many other things. But yeah. I guess footy's my first love. And um, yeah, so to be able to work with these boys in this sort of this junior elite environment, wow, it's just, it's really cool. It's really cool. And uh, and to meet a whole bunch of new people, like-minded people, um, and to help these boys, you know, in, in some small way sort of progress to the next level. I mean, that's the ultimate goal for so many of them to get drafted. Um, so, you know, if I can help out in that space to, to help them on their way, I like to think I help, you know, predominantly with their off-field, but the off-field, as we mm. all know, contributes so much to their on-field performance. Um, yeah, so that's really cool. And, and when I'm not doing those two jobs, I'm, yeah, I'm a dad. I've got three beautiful daughters, uh, Grace, Liv and Tess, and they're, um, Grace is 15, Liv 13, and little Tessie's nine. Wow. Um, yeah, so... I'm pretty flat stick, but I wouldn't have, <laughs> I wouldn't change it for anything. I love it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, I remember when we met, um, obviously we met doing our Masters of Applied Positive Psychology. We did, yes, yeah. Um, but I remember when we were talking about what we might want to do with it and you actually said you would love to get into the AFL space. Yeah. Um, so I'm so excited to hear that that's where you've landed. Like that, When I heard that, I was just so happy knowing, one, you'd be great in that space, but two, like it's like, you know, seeing a dream come true for someone. Yeah. Yeah, it's oh, cool. I mean, thanks so much. Yeah. I, 
I I always love that intersection of of well being and sport, mm. and um, and I really, as we all do, you know, in this space, we we acknowledge the importance of it. Mm. Um, you just got to get things right off the field to to give your best, and that's not just footy; that's in the classroom, that's in yep. life. Yep. And um, so so to get into that space, um, yeah, I find so fulfilling. It's mm. I did sort of put it out there. I felt a bit, you know, we use that word vulnerable. I sort of put it out there when I, at the back end of our course, that, gee, hey, I'd really like to do this. Yeah. Um, it's not easy. Like, you know, I went for a few interviews here and there and got a few seconds and thirds. And mm. um, that's life, you know, that's life. And uh, so I was lucky enough to get this position. I've been doing it for, well, I started about this time last year, yeah. thereabouts. So, yeah. Um, it's been great. So, uh, yeah, absolutely loved it. And, gee, I'd love to do more of it, essentially, yeah. Yeah, amazing. There's so many tangents and paths we can go down while we're yeah, talking today. Yeah. Uh, but I'm sort of curious, what does it look like? What does your role actually entail? So you're talking about yeah. sort of supporting them with off-field, but yeah. what exactly does it look yeah. like? Yeah, well, it's a, it's pretty broad um, in that the AFL um, sets like a curriculum that um, that we have to deliver. So mm-hmm. there's that education piece. It's all about, you know, the well-being and personal development. So, I mean, we talk about, um, we look at character strengths, mm-hmm. and we look at um, um, positive relationships, we look at things like responsible drinking and gambling and, and pretty much a whole range of things that are, you know, really relevant to 17, 18-year-old boys. And um, so I sort of develop and deliver curriculum in that space. Um, I also sort of you know, work one-on-one with a lot of boys, just check in, just see how they're balancing that that blend between committing to a high-performance environment mm. but ensuring that their schooling is on track, ensuring that they're well-connected outside of footy. You know, I really think it's important um, that the boys have mates away from footy. Yeah. Um, so they get that real diversity in friendship groups but also that the friends they do have really are supportive of what they do. Mm. Um, and we talk about family as well. Family's key, as we all know. So I sort of work one-on-one with the boys there as well. Uh, on game day, it's the best day of the week. You know, we all love <laughs> game day. I sort of work the bench as well and just work in that space where just try to keep the bench, uh, I guess, a really positive environment mm-hmm. and um, reinforce what the boys are doing. Um, that, that emotional regulation space because, you know, they're highly competitive mm. and, um, geez, they're so invested. And we all get it. They're, they're competitors. And um, and when things sort of aren't going their way, just to just to bring them back to the moment, keep them on task, um, you know, it's a pretty emotional sort of game. Mm, so, um, so there's a little bit of that that goes on as well. But the boys are really good. They're so much more mature in that space than sort of their age, I would have mm. thought. Um and one thing I've really, really enjoyed doing and, um, is, so I'll take it back to our, our masters that we did together. Part of my capstone, my capstone was centered on um, acceptance commitment therapy and it's, mm. it's um, how it laps over to performance enhancement. And that, you know, mindfulness is, is a key component of that. So, um, so about 10 minutes before we run out on the ground every weekend, um, I bring all the boys in and, and the boys come in uh, coaching staff comes in and we sit in silence and I lead a, a lead a you know a five minute meditation mm. just to ground ourselves I mean we warm we warm up our bodies you know our skill set this is where you know we warm up our minds and and um, we just bring it back to the present moment I sort of weave in a bit of visualization there as well yep um, 
gee, I reckon it's cool. Mm. I mean, we've done it before. And anyone who knows sort of footy sheds or change rooms, often in some grounds, there's there's a, literally a wall that separates you from the opposition. And I've been yeah. trying to run these meditations. <laughs> and next door, you know, they're bouncing off walls and they're going crazy and all that, you know, that hyper testosterone. Yeah. I'm saying, boys, concentrate on your breathing. You know, yeah. let's, where do you feel it? Um, and then we're doing sensory experience and and. I think it's so cool. The boys are so good at it. And, um, you know, I, I like to think it's really, you know, contributed. Um, but, gee, it's so much more than footy. It's a life skill, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, um, yep. so there, that's sort of tapping into what I do. And I also love it training, you know, just bring the boots along and, and reliving some yeah. some days gone by. <laughs> yeah, so you join in as well. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. do. Yeah, yeah quite yeah. a bit. Um, yeah. Oh, when the weather's good, you know. But uh, yeah. <laughs> when it's rainy, I said, no, um, <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, you know, I like to keep fit and I'm pretty busy. So I look at that as an opportunity to sort of get out there and get a sweat up. Yeah, great. And they would enjoy that too, though. Like that's good relationship building. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and wellbeing, we've we've always said, you know, you've got to meet them where they're at. Yeah. That's where the boys are at. And particularly relationship building, exactly what you said. Mm. Um, I think they really appreciated when I first got there. I I didn't, I just sort of got to know the boys on the oval, you know, when we're training and, um, yeah, and in training drills, and that's that's their thing. So if you can meet them, you know, doing their thing, it goes a long way to building those positive mm. relationships, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm so curious about all of this because I think um, we know that, like, high-performance sports haven't always really invested in well-being or seen the benefits yeah. of psychological well-being. Mm. Um, it's been very physically focused. So I'm curious, yeah. do you know sort of the history around when the AFL started looking towards well, well-being more? Yeah, I think it's been a... Over more recent years, they've really prioritised, which has been great. Yeah. Um, maybe they just sort of gave it a little bit of a hat tip in years gone by, if at all. Um, it was sort of, you know, that toughen up, you know, you'll yeah. you know, just get on with it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, increasingly it's, it's been um, raised and, and the profile of it and the importance of it has been, been raised. But certainly, again, it was about this time last year where the AFL um, – in a lot of resources and advertised for wellbeing coordinators across the boys and girls programs in the in the under 18s so they're really hell-bent on on getting it right at mm. junior levels mm-hmm. which they must be applauded for i think it's really great initiative by the industry yeah um and it just sets these these boys and girls up for yeah for life beyond well during their footy career and wherever that may go and um but like i said you know in the classroom amongst their social groups um amongst their family and when they're alone, you know, mm. we've got to we've got to be comfortable in our own skin, yeah. Uh, in those moments of, of silence and one on, you know, when you're one with yourself. So, um, yeah, a lot of the things I do try to are targeted towards that. And, and like I said, the AFL got to be applauded for for their work in this space, particularly the the talent pathways. Yeah, mm, amazing. Yeah, it's cool. yeah. What are some of the challenges you'd say that the young men are actually facing, like as they're on this journey? Like, yeah. what are some of the well being challenges you're noticing? Yeah, yeah. Good question. So. I'll talk about this in a broad term, and I'm sure all um, wellbeing coordinators would talk about this. So, not specifically to my Eastern Rangers boys, but I, in no particular order, I ensure that the boys have got a plan B. You know, that, of course, mm. they all want to be drafted. That's mm. you know, that's the ultimate aim. Mm-hmm. Um, but ensure that their education or their you know is maintained to a high standard, and um, and they don't sort of take their eye off that. And, you know, they'd be that at school or a trade, whatever, so that plan B is installed. Um, I make sure that, you know, there's a lot of pressure on these boys to, to maintain that 
that high performance environment and sometimes their peer groups aren't always aligned with that so just to ensure that the company that they keep is is on path mm. you know with their dreams and yep. fortunately our boys are, are really great in that space uh, performance anxiety is a big one mm. um, quite often they'll laugh oh maddie oh geez i'm nervous i'm nervous and that's great you know that's cool that's normal yeah. uh, we just humanize that yeah um but they're pretty good, you know, they're good, but they're some of the things, I mean, they experience all things that teenage boys and girls, you know, relationship breakdowns, yeah. um, Some there's some family issues as well, um, that's, you know, that's shared across society, I guess, so um, pretty normal stuff in that regard, but it's, yeah, there's that element of performance anxiety, and will I get picked, or oh, geez, I keep turning up to training, and all this sort of stuff, and then you know, with my, I also got a gig as the, the Metro coordinator for the Vic Metro teams in the 16s and 18s, and they share those sort of things. You know, they they just they just want to be of their best and, and show show the world what they can do. And, and of course, there's, you know, there's a bit of anxiety that comes along with that. But again, yeah, I think that's pretty broad across, you know, all realms of sport, be it tennis, um, footy, cricket, mm, whatever. Absolutely. Across all performances, you know, be a yep. musician, yep. Um, a surgeon, you know, whatever yeah. it, it may be. Life, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, and I'd be curious to see if like a lot of those industries you're talking about would actually be tapping into the mental well-being space as well. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. This is why I love um, like again, I'll come back to my capstone that I spoke about mindfulness, acceptance, commitment therapy yeah. approach to performance enhancement. This is um, it's so relevant, you know, to that to that well-being space away mm. from performance, but gee, it has beautiful overlap into that performance realm as well be it whatever, you know, sort of performing you are. Like, we're performing now, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All this sort of stuff. And I'll perform as a dad when I get, yeah, you know, later absolutely. on tonight. And yep. um, so it's just so relevant to life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I usually actually do some mindfulness before a podcast guest arrives. Yeah? So, yeah. Oh, tell <laughs> me about go. that. Can I turn the question? Yeah, <laughs> tell me about what you do. Oh, like, well, I guess every time I host a podcast, like, I just never know where it's going to go yeah. and I want to hold the space for the person. So I want to make sure I'm showing up well yeah. to do that too. So, yeah, I just was meditating, Um, yeah, just before you sort of arrived. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. So is this yeah. something daily that you do? Or oh, I just... do daily meditation, but yeah. I always add in an extra one before a podcast. So, beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And how do you find it? Oh, so important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just grounds me, gets me present. Yeah. Yeah, yep, so I can fully oh, be here. <laughs> yeah, no, how good yeah, is it? Because yeah, Because we're so busy, aren't we? Like, yeah, I know. It's helter-skelter and... Yeah. Um, and and I don't, like, I'm sure you notice it with your teaching world, like the oh, fast-paced yeah. world of teaching. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, like, you know, sometimes in teaching you have to have challenging conversations mm. with parents. Mm-hmm. And so I, I make sure that I'm grounded and my mind's clear before I pick up the phone or I'll enter that room or whatever it is because, yeah, you want to show up yep. at your best and, and be present and the parents deserve that yep. and you got to do the right thing by yourself as well. You know, you take pride in your own performance. So yep. um, what a great skill in life. I'm mm. wrapped that you shared that. Thank <laughs> you so much. Oh, no problem yeah, at all because yeah, I was cool. just thinking you were saying, you know, driving here, you were sort of doing like getting your mind ready as yes, well. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And I love that you practice what you preach. So I'm, you know, I'm assuming yeah. the, the boys would notice this about you as well. Yeah. That it's not just something you're prescribing <laughs> to them. It's, you know. Yeah. I'd always like to, you know, yeah. I'm far from the finished product. <laughs> I'm still working on it, but it's, gee, it's good. Like, yep. it's so good just to stop get in touch with your, your inner world mm. and um, and just to develop that habit is is just such, again, a wonderful life skill. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, then I'll turn it around a little bit then. What benefits, as opposed to challenges, what benefits are you noticing with the boys? Um, yeah. It could be around performance or it could just be around them yeah. as people, anything really. Yeah. 
um, the benefits. Look, I, I see the boys um, again. They, they've really brought in. We um, they, they really acknowledge the importance of the mental side of things now. And um, I'll tell a quick story. So we played off in the grand final, and um, just a few weeks. Yeah, That's thanks. Amazing. I was such. The best week. It was so cool. I mean, we got we got rolled, um, but geez, we put up a good show, and yeah. um, we were in it sort of, you know, halfway through the last, and then sort of, um, yeah, we got got rolled by Sandy. They're an incredible team. Mm-hmm. But uh, in the weeks lead up, we got one of our, we'll call him our old boys, um, Christian Petrarca, come out to talk to our boys. He was an Eastern boy, and you know, Brownlow medalist, superstar, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And uh, and Christian spoke to the boys about his footy journey, but then he spoke at length about the mental side of the game and he likes to meditate and, and, and make sure he's on task and present, be it at footy or, you know, when he was presenting to us, he, he used that example. Mm. Um, so he said he works equally, if not more, on the mental side of the game, not as on the physical side of the game. And, and post-season, after the season, um, one of our boys, one of our real leaders, um, I spoke to him on the phone just to check in, how are you going, um, well done on the year, that sort of thing. And he said, oh, Matty, Look, you know, I'll be honest, when you started talking about that well-being and the mental side of the game at the start of the year, you know, I think we all sort of, yeah, yeah, whatever, Matty, yeah. <laughs> and he goes, well, we get it now. We get it. You know, when Christian Petrarca said it, you know, we, oh, yeah, yeah, we really acknowledge it. I thought, oh, yeah, right, oh, boys, takes a Brownlow medalist to get it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. But um, so... I mean, I'm, I like to think that the real benefits is, is that I've educated them in this space and yeah. a lot of the things we speak about. But, you know, we did some really cool stuff throughout the year as well. You know, we, we spoke about random acts of kindness mm. as well. And so we did like a um, like a, a Christmas hamper drive to, to donate food to our local community. So we're at Kilsite, so, you know, Croydon, Kilsite area. Yeah. So the boys all brought in, you know, non-perishables for that. And the girls, I should say. Sorry, beg your pardon. The boys and girls. And... So raising that awareness of, of others in community, highly important mm. um, that, you know, to, to give. We have this saying at Xavier, to give and not count the cost. And, jeez, I love it. So mm, That's cool. Yeah, 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 it really is. And um, so we do stuff like that. Um, we did World Down Syndrome Day, which mm. is in March 21. So as you know, I, my brother Andy, who's yep. a few years younger than me, Andy has, has Down Syndrome. And um, we celebrated that day in March. And... Um, so I'd like to think that a number of the boys will leave the program better equipped, better human beings. Um, obviously, they'll be great footballers at no matter what level they play at. But, um, yeah, these things, are, I think, are, I hope have really benefited the boys when they exit the program. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. So yeah. nice. So good to hear. And yeah. that's the thing. It's like you're planting seeds and you have no idea where they might take what they've learned from you as well. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And then when you see those little, you know, those little green shoots sprout up and yeah, it's oh, so cool. That's really cool. Yeah. I liked it when, when I got that phone call from the leader and he said, yeah, Matt, we really, we get it now. Mm. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah I loved it. I that loved is it. so good. I yeah. was strutting around the house over that. <laughs> hey, make a difference. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is so good to hear. Yeah. 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 Which is cool. Yeah, and your brother Andy as well. I'm curious about like what you've learned about well-being and all the things you apply, yeah. like how that sort of goes with supporting and advocating for your brother as well. Yeah, oh, I love him. He's he's. Um, I often attribute a lot of you know what I do and the way I think about things, and um, I like to think you know I have a reasonable level of social intelligence and, you definitely uh, and do. care yeah, <laughs> and, and care for others. And I really think um, you know I really believe Andy's taught and instilled that in me mm. um and yeah and i'm just 
you know, like I said, I love him to, love him to bits. I've got two sisters that equally, you know, think the same of him. Yeah. Um, and the flow and effect of that, you know, my three daughters, you know, they love their Uncle Andy and, you know, they celebrate World Down Syndrome Day back in March as well. And they're really, you know, really close to him as are my nieces and, um, and my nephew. Um, yeah, so Andy's, Andy lives with mum um, in a little country town called Newmerka, up past Shepparton. So about, you know, three hours up the Hume Highway, then onto the Golden Valley Highway. So he, for years and years, has worked at, um, at my old secondary school, St Mary's of the Angels in Athalia, and, um, and that's been a wonderful community for him. And I think, I think Andy's been great for them, and they've certainly mm. been great for Andy and our family and mum, you know, particularly. Yeah. And, um, but more recently, um, mum's had, mum went through breast cancer this year. So she's on the men, she'll be fine, which is, thank God, you mm. know, thank God that's all, that's all great. And she's coming out the other side and um, getting her strength and her um, independence back. Um, but Andy's uh, been living both with mum at, at periods, but predominantly with my sister and engaging in the Geelong community oh, yeah. and the services there. So, yeah. you know, he, he just likes to do what we all like to do. And um, yeah, he just needs some support. And um, yeah, he's really, he's doing all right. He's doing all right. And my sister, she's amazing with him. So Anne, Anne does some great stuff and organises his life. Yeah. Um, I'd like to play my part. Sometimes I think I've got to step up a little bit more, but he's, yeah, he's in Geelong at the moment and, um, yeah, doing some really cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad to hear your mum's recovering. Yeah, okay. thanks. Yeah. 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 It was a bit, yeah, it was a real shock about February or March or something. Mm. So, you know, you get to this age now and you think, hey, oh, geez, things are starting to happen. Um, and, you know, obviously Andy, like, you know, that's, we've got to think what's next with Andy. Um, and so... Now we've always thought about it. As yeah. We're high, you know, highly aware of yeah. of what our all our futures look like, but that's obviously something that myself and and my two sisters have to really start thinking about, and our you know our wives and our, my wife and, and their husbands. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's a real family approach to it, and you know we all care for each other, and um, yeah, we'll we'll be fine. But yeah, yeah. So mum's on the mend, but it's it's been a real challenging year, but. Mm. Gee, there's some. I'll tell you what, it opened your eyes, Megan. To mm. there are some top class doctors and nurses and people out there that really care. And yeah. um, how lucky are we, huh? Yeah, yeah amazing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, good to hear your yeah. little positive lens on that as well. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah. I mean, it only it takes one of those moments, doesn't it, where you're in your hour of need mm. when people come in. They are just amazing. That that medical staff. Yeah. Um, and equally, equally those um, those support workers that, that look mm. after my brother Andy, mm-hmm. um, the people that have you know invested in him, just really, really good people, um, and and talented and intelligent and just you know real go getters. Yeah. And um, yeah, we're really lucky to have them as part of our lives, so helping us out. So yeah, really, yeah. really cool. Amazing. Um, yeah. Is anyone else in your family then? So is Andy or your daughters or even your wife? Are they footy heads like you? <laughs> yes. Oh, I love it. My daughters, they are all mad tigers like myself. Okay, um, yeah. Did they have a choice in that? No. Nah. <laughs> it was the garage or coming. No, it's, uh, no. Um, they're great, you know, and they're at that. The, the two, my older two, Grayson, live there, teenage, so they like to go to the footy even with their friends now, so they're yeah, transitioning. Cool. A bit heartbroken. They don't oh, go to dad anymore, but my yeah. little Tess, she's They'll come little, full circle. They, they will, soul, I hope yeah. so. This is what I'm hoping. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, but, yeah, they really love it. Um other than that, like my, my wife, you know, she, we, we, my nephew, 
um, through through my wife's side, um, played nearly 300 games for the Bulldogs. And so Claire sort of is once a Collingwood supporter and then a Bulldog supporter. Now she barracks for the Tigers somewhat because, you know, us. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, it's pretty much... Um, pretty much me on my own with yeah. and I'm trying to coax my daughters along. Yeah, so is, none yeah. of them are playing? They haven't no, taken it up? Um, my eldest had a little go at it. Yeah. Um, and Tessie, my, my youngest, she wants to have a go next year. So I'll tell you what, the women's footy, mm. like I go out and watch our Eastern Rangers girls. Yeah. Um, they train before us. That game is heading north. Like it's, They are phenomenal athletes, yeah. um, tough, hard, quick. And just as as years go by, that program will, yeah, they're phenomenal. Mm. They're really good to watch. And um, oh, Megan, I love their enthusiasm. They are just happy to be out there. And um, no real egos. They just go about and have fun and really super talented. So um, it's definitely, you know, I'm telling you things you probably already know, but that is yeah, that's a game on the rise, women's yeah, footy. Yeah, amazing. Super yeah. cool. And it's so cool because just women's sport in general is just yeah. on the rise. Like after what we saw that happened with the World Cup soccer and so even good. I know like I'm, I've am i got the boxing lens, but female boxing is really on the oh. rise. Like there's a couple of cards now where there's just women headlining yeah. for the first time ever. And yeah, yeah it's just cool I, to see. I'd love to turn the table. Like I <laughs> have, I see, you know, on, on the socials and whatnot, you're boxing. You are courageous there's no hiding there's no hiding in the rear how do you do it um, I'm not competing anymore which is um, a lot of people in my life are relieved about that yeah. um, I did think it was a little bit ironic to um, you know like I, I train people around the brain and the importance of the brain yeah. and healing the brain and yes. and then to be in a sport where you could be getting head injuries is a little bit ironic so yeah, <laughs> yeah so I'm not really um, heavy sparring as much anymore yeah. And, um, yeah so I mean I, I had a period of time where I did and, absolutely um, yeah you learn so much about yourself and, <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah. Um, how many fights did you have? Only one. Only one? Yeah, yeah. That's one more than one. me. That's one more than my, I mean, nearly I had everyone. I to do more, but the lockdowns like, yeah, really got in the yeah, way yeah. of it. And then, and yeah. then I was smarter at the end of the lockdowns and went, don't do this to your yeah. brain anymore. <laughs> I could talk about this stuff all day. Yeah. How do you feel when you're going? Like um, five, think, five or ten minutes before your fight? Oh, like, yeah. What's, what's going through your mind? And I, I think I actually went pretty blank before the flight, The fight, to be honest. Yeah. So like the day before, I was probably nervous. And then the yes. day of, I was like, oh, I'm good. And right. I, th- I don't know if that's a good sign. I've heard um, stories that if you're not nervous on the day, you're yeah. going to lose. <laughs> yeah. And I lost. Oh, um. <laughs> no losers. There's not. Oh, yeah, I just I think it's super courageous. Yeah, and yeah. Like, yep. Talk about getting out of your comfort zone. Oh, message absolutely. We, you know, yep. talk about as as teachers and as, as coaches and as parents. And yeah, yeah. That's like, what I love about the sports so much, though. Yeah. And that was kind of the philosophy I was holding for mm. the fight and then after the fight was mm. um, that idea of getting comfortable being uncomfortable. Yes. And after I'd done it, I was like, you know, I can have difficult conversations. I can yeah, yeah travel and go to weird places. I can do whatever. Like, it's yes. kind of like, you know, I've yeah, been uncomfortable yeah. in the ring. I can be uncomfortable anywhere. Oh, I just, I'm amazed. <laughs> I'd just be running around. You know, I, I wouldn't do it. You're, you're, you're so cool. It's amazing. Well done. Oh, Congratulations. <laughs> Yeah. Thanks. So good. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So yeah, it's a, it's a good thing to see women's sport is just honestly on the oh. rise. And I just think about like people like your daughters. You know, they get to see these women yeah. pursuing what they want to pursue and Me. and actually doing. You know, yep. that the public are actually supporting them finally. Yep. So my daughters were nuts for gymnastics early days, mm-hmm. and then COVID hit, and you know, and then the body starts to change, and it gets a little bit more challenging. Um, yep. But they were great at that. That set my daughters up um, so incredibly well. Um, for so many sports afterwards. Mm. Yeah, they, they just love their netball now, um, which is great. Beautiful local team that, yeah. that you know everyone supports. But women's sport on the whole, um, I, I love it. When Ash Barty was you know, mm. winning games, yeah. t- like tournaments, Grand Slams, 
and to have my daughters on the couch cheering her on and geez that's cool that's yeah. so cool and then during lockdown we had the olympics and the yep. girls the female swimmers again were on the couch we're going bananas at the tally and i you know i get goosebumps i think i this is such positive role modeling for yeah. um for my girls yep. and um you know and girls are far i'd, I'd imagine but um women's sport absolutely on the rise and mm. thank goodness for that thank yeah. goodness for that and yep. Um, you know, and my wife still likes to run. She likes to role model that for, for our girls. She did a marathon a few years ago. Yep. Um, just to instill that role modeling. Great yeah. You know, she's a busy mum. She teaches. Yep. So to find a way to get all that squeezed into life, I think it's really important to role model that for our daughters. Mm. Um, yeah, so I, I just, I really love that side of things. And we've got some phenomenal cricketers. Um, and again, you know, you can turn the tally on the weekends. We've got, got the AFLW on mm. and... Um, Thank goodness for that. The footy season just doesn't seem to end. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it's more. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think it's it, it's great and it's definitely the way forward. And um, yeah, thank goodness for that. Yeah, yeah really yeah. thrilled. Yeah, it's yeah. like kind of like that old line of you can't become what you can't see. And so you know yeah. now now young yep. girls are actually seeing mm. this and seeing what the possibilities look like one, as well. Yeah, because yeah, I remember when I was actually a kid, I played footy. Did you? Um, but there was yeah. no female league. <laughs> no. So I grew up in regional Victoria. There was yep. no female league. It was, you know, a long time ago. Yes, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So I was allowed to play until under tw- like under 12s. Yes. And then after that, I was not allowed to play anymore. So I know I was like one of two girls in our team. So. Just, yeah, you stop and think about that. <laughs> yeah, isn't not that crazy? Not allowed to play. Yeah, so once I turned yeah. 12, I actually wasn't allowed to play. Yes, yeah. yeah. I've heard similar stories yeah. of, of girls like tucking their ponytails down the back of their jumper so they didn't want to stand <laughs> yeah. out or, or whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah, just thank goodness those days are over. Yeah. 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 Sort of like a segue into that. Um, my Eastern Rangers footy team that I work with, we have um, – the only, the first and only um, female coach in the league. Oh. So yeah, Lauren Moorcroft, we all call yeah, her LJ. Cool. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, uh, just been phenomenal with the boys. Took us so close to winning a premiership. Yeah, but even if you know, even if we came dead last, that wouldn't matter. She's just such a great communicator. Mm. Um, such a great, you know, uh, wonderful footy knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just lucky to have her. And I think she's been great for the boys as well. Yeah, um, you know, role modelling. Um, and I hope there's more of it. I worked with um, with another assistant coach in the Metro program, Penny. She was incredible as well. So, um, so yeah, it's about time. Let's, yeah, yeah, the change yeah. is coming. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Yeah, it's great. That's more so of cool. it. That's so cool. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I'm sort of curious, this like sort of links as well, mm. is how you approach like well-being having three daughters that you're raising in today's yeah. world as well. Like what is what sort of comes yeah. to mind for you around yeah. all that? Oh, Megan, it's um, – <laughs> <it's, laughs> I try, um, <laughs> but I just think it's it's super important just just being a great you know role model for for the girls in terms of um, just sh- we talk about showing up you know in that, yeah. that just being present. Yeah, I don't always get it right, um, but I try, and mm. um, I think that's really important. When when they need to talk, you've got you've got to listen. Mm. Um, I think just that, that that's key to be super supportive. Um, Oh, you know, they're teen, the two old ones are teenage girls now, so that, that comes with some, you know, navigation. And <laughs> I like that term, yeah. navigation. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm sure there's plenty of parents that would probably relate to that. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, let's normalise it all, but it's, yeah, and that's, it's, life can be tricky, you know, and so being present for them and supportive for them and being a dad and role modelling real positive masculinity, mm. um, 
and everything that comes with that is just at the forefront of my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I could hug and kiss my girls, you know, in front of everyone. They they're not interested, but <laughs> I just, you know, just yeah. really show them that you, you're there for them and you care. Yeah. And, um, and even if you have a blue, and we've had blues, don't worry about that, you've got to bounce back. Yeah. You know, you've got to bounce back, and, um, yeah. and that's super important. Um, and sometimes, you know, you take a look in the mirror at your own parenting and – but we just, yeah, we chip away, you know, we're, yeah, from, yeah. we're far from perfect and that's okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the well-being is, is just so, so, so important. And I preach that at school mm. um, with my parents, you know, parent group at school, the school community. Yeah. Obviously, you know, the footy that we've spoken about as well. So um, yeah, I really just make sure I'm there for my girls as yeah. much as I possibly can. Yeah. Yeah. yeah which yeah. is so nice to hear. There's almost a common thread with everything you're talking about. Community just keeps coming up. Uh, I don't know if you're aware of that. Like, oh, no. I yeah. Did. Have you ever like considered that community is almost the key that you're talking about in all the wellbeing stories that you're sharing? Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. I, um, well, you sort of I talked about love... even Andy and like the, you know, your yeah. mum and the community yeah. there and then the sporting community and the oh. community for your daughters. Oh, I reckon, yeah, absolutely. So I'm, I'm going back to sort of that Mosaviet um, yeah. days because that's, I've been there for over two decades and yeah, I love the, the teaching and the student community there. Um, I mean, those, those relationships you form with, with your, with your colleagues, I mean, and you get busy like we all are mm. and you and, and your, your colleagues sort of become your social life at times. Yeah, so you get a lot from do. them. Yeah. And so, you know, it's like anything, you give, you get. So, um, you know, I've become really close with, with a number of my colleagues over the years. We're, we're great, great mates. Um, yeah, I speak about, I guess, the community out at Eastern Rangers. They've been, they've been so supportive. Um, Danny Ryan's our, our head of footy. Um, he sets a beautiful tone for everyone, you know, as does LJ and all the coaches for that matter. And... Um, so they really embrace community and bring everyone in. Um, but Andy's been great. We've been so lucky. Megan, we grew up in a little country town, like 3,000 people, New Merca, 3,000 back in the day. And uh, I think everyone knew Andy. Mm. Occasionally he'd get the, he'd get the walks. Um, you know, I'd be <laughs> mowing lawns or doing something and mum would be in the kitchen. And he'd just sort of wander off and people would look out for him. Yeah. Um, he'd never go too far. Um, yeah. But that sense of, again, yeah, communities. Community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the old expression, takes a village. Yeah, yeah for sure. All yeah. that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, it's 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 really important. Mm. And base of society, isn't it? Families turning into communities and so forth. So, yeah, um, yeah I think that's really, really important. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, I mean, we learned all about it. The relationships are really key to wellbeing. But mm. I just noticed that layer for you was all about, like, the bigger, broader yeah. context of that, of having, yeah, having oh, community insightful. around. Yeah. <laughs> it's great, isn't it? Um, yeah. School community. I mean, yeah. we had a trivia night from a school community the other night. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, connections. Um, yeah. And, and sometimes, you know... You, Sometimes you don't always feel like going to things, but gee, you feel better when you go to them yeah, and connect true. with others. That's true. Yeah. 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 Which is a Absolutely. good key to take away as yeah. well. Um, while I've got you here too, I feel like almost I'd be doing a disservice yeah. if I didn't ask you about longevity in teaching. Because I know oh. this is a conversation that just keeps coming up and a lot of the work I'm doing mm. um, at the moment, like leaders want to know how they can keep their teachers teachers want to know what can sustain them in the Gee, field yeah. it's a big thing right now great question yeah so i feel like I ha we have oh, to go down that path <laughs> absolutely um longevity and teaching yeah i always say there's a reason there are school holidays dispersed throughout the year yeah they are, they are there it's true because the burnout is incredible like mm -hmm. i'll um 
It's might. an unfortunate thing, really, isn't it? Where it's yes. almost like you slog yourself for 10 weeks and then you recover and yes. then you go and do it again. And you go again yeah. and you go again. Yeah. And look, in my new sort of coordinator's role I've been doing for three years, my teaching load has been reduced, but I have other pressures, you know, and things I have to deal with. I look at my wife. She's been a, a senior English teacher mm-hmm. for, for years and years. And um, her weekends can be filled with, you know, marking. when she's marking, yeah. you know, marking, marking, marking. And then... Come Sunday, she oh geez, you know I haven't finished this. I've got to mm. do that, and that comes with you know layers of stress. So um, it's a real challenge, and I understand the burnout rate. Mm. It's it's really demanding. Yeah, I always say to my mates, oh you teachers, you know you know when they say you're on holidays again, I say all right mate, you just yeah just do a week, just just come in, <laughs> come in, not for a day, not for t- not for a week, just roll in term week after week in a term in a semester <laughs> yeah. in a year, and then we can talk. Yeah. Uh, holidays are there for a reason because it is. It's hard work. It is really hard yeah. work. I yeah. mean, we, we acknowledge that when we, we take it on. You know, we fully acknowledge that it's a demanding job. And yeah. this is not a, I hate to think it's not a whinge or anything. It's reality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely I'm curious reality. though, like how are you, how are you doing this? How, what, is, what is the key for longevity for you? And yeah. you've added a, another part-time yes. job as well into, yeah. the, into yeah. the mix. So I'm wondering what it is that allows you to, to stay. Stay as a teacher. Yeah. Look, I have mixed it up over the years. I've been a classroom teacher across many years and that's sort of, keeps you fresh um then i'm sort of rolled into full-time pe and i've really enjoyed that and then i've sort of eased off on that and and changed into the coordinator's role so the diversity in roles Mm. keeps you Mm -hmm. fresh and and um and you know keeps keeps your energy up um yeah it's it's a real hard one i mean i feel really burnt out at times i'll be honest you know and say that yeah and um and we talk about connection before. Mm. You just got to take. I always think you got to take these breaks. We've got a, an amazing. I know this sounds really trivial, but we've got an amazing coffee shop just down the road. Yeah. I have no shame in having a, going down there. You know, most days and just having yeah. twenty minutes, half an hour, just to catch your breath and then go back on a break. You know, when it's I have not time. trivial at all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had the exact same thing going for yeah, me in my last school. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I considered them part of the our community, part yeah. of our network. Oh, same. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's like our extra campus. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, ours like, was. I used to take students there to have meetings. Yeah. How good is it? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. There's no shortage of um, staff that I see down at this this coffee shop, Studley Grounds. Um, yeah. It's a great place. <laughs> there's a plug for them. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll plug the one I used to have too. So Ample Cafe in North Melbourne, like yeah. best staff. Best beautiful family that run it. Excellent. Yeah, everyone yeah. should support them too. Oh, I mean, it's yeah, so important. So getting those little breaks gets you through the days, and um, and you know you just chip away at it. And yeah, like I said at the start, there's a reason why holidays are there. The mm. kids need them. You know, oh, absolutely. Kids need them, staff need them. We all just catch our breath and we go again. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. I'd just love to see a system where that's not what it is, like where teachers aren't burning out and recovering, where it's actually sustainable week to week and yeah. they're feeling good. Yeah. yeah. When you yep. find out, let me know. Well, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's so... Um, There's a lot of conversations and work going on. I'm just curious yeah. about how quick Australia likes to change things. I know. It's, There's a fear of change, I think, in our I society. I think, um, yeah. They've got to come up with something a little different, I think. Yeah. That's, that's really... Yeah. It's a really interesting space, I think. Mm. I mean, where do you go from here? Different hours, mm. different um, ways of teaching. You know, we all went online, you know, a few years ago. Yeah. Whether yep. there's that hybrid model where we um, synchronous or asynchronous, what, you know, we can go between the two. Yeah. Um, to keep that burnout rate down low. Um keep teachers engaged yeah yeah yeah. i think there's a lot to consider yeah something's got to happen yeah yeah it's a really probing question yeah Um, 
I'm going to think about that later tonight. <laughs> um, oh, so many people are thinking about it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if yeah. you come up with something, let me know yeah, as well. Yeah, vice versa. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so time flies, Matt, when we're doing a podcast. Yeah. It really does. It just disappears. But um, yeah. I always end the podcast with five questions that I ask every oh, guest. Gosh. And I don't know if, you, if you've like caught on to what they are or if this is going to be a surprise for you. Fire away. <laughs> See, oh, now I'm really nervous. But... No, don't be yeah. at all. I'm just going with your gut answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, don't stress too much. Yep. So the first one is what did you want to be when you were a kid? Oh, easy. I wanted to play full forward for Richmond, open the bowling for Australia. <laughs> Just realised I was no good at either, so that didn't happen. But um, yeah, I just wanted to play sport, and um, I didn't, you know, give much thought to anything else. I sort of fell into teaching, but yeah, that was that was my. I had a head full of dreams. Yeah, you know, as a kid. Yeah, I'm so yeah. glad you're still in the sports space in different ways. So. Yeah, 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 that's cool. That is cool. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, the second question is, what are your two top values, and you can only choose two? Um, love, you know, yep. real, real love. Um, Respect. Nice. Let's go with respect. Yeah, yeah. Um, can get you a long way in life. Mm, yeah. That's a good blend too. I feel like, yeah, really Thank nice you. for the people that you get to work with. To, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. All right. The third one's a bit of fun. Yeah, go on. So if you were going to have a boxing fight, mm. what would be your walkout song as you're walking out to the ring? Oh, <laughs> we've discussed this with my kids at home. Oh, really? <laughs> when we're doing the Metro Carnival, um, one boy liked to crank up and they, they'd love their music. Um, Hell's Bells. <laughs> Oh, you know, the big church. Boom. Yeah, yeah. I thought, yeah, this is pretty cool. Yeah, ACDC, yeah. Hell's Bells. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my daughter's, if I, like, we're all Swifties now. Like, I've got a car full of girls driving around. Let's listen to Taylor Swift. So, are you ready for it? It gets a good go as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, they've all got their tickets. So, yeah, be, yeah something like that. Yeah, yeah. What was yours? <laughs> well, yeah. it, was, it was pretty funny yeah. um so because i had a fight name as well so it yeah. took me a while to come up with it but um because yes. of the type of work i was doing yeah it was um gangster's paradise oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 so cool yeah, yeah. that would get me fired up yeah yeah it was yeah. A, bit of a, a bit of a joke but also like yeah it does get you fired up yeah cool. absolutely yeah. good choice great choice <laughs> thanks yeah. um the fourth question is if you could collaborate with anyone mm. um who would it be and it can be dead or alive yeah, it's a big one. I feel like that's maybe the hardest one sometimes. Um, collaborate with anyone. Yeah. Um, I really like uh, Michael Gervais, you know, the sports psychologist. Mm -hmm. I mean, like he's the very, very best in this space. Um, I'd like to sit in his, you know, in his company and just pick mm -hmm. his brain about things. Yeah. Um, yeah, he'd be pretty cool. Um, I've, you know, a lot of people I've met through footy. Um, Andrew Sturgis, who... He coached the 16s, the Metro. We've mm -hmm. become great mates. A great thinker. And yeah. we, we chat. Um, so he's another one. Oh, gosh. that's They're all great. Cool. Have you thought about this one? Um, yeah. Mine are yeah, generally like psychologists in the yeah. trauma space or yeah. yeah, just like big thinkers. Yeah. Big thinkers. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah Gervais is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like awesome. His, I like his work, yeah. Yeah, and for me, it's always just sitting and picking their brain too. Like, oh, that's all I want. Yeah, just, <laughs> just teach like, me. Teach yeah, me. Talk to me. what you can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll sit and listen for hours. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And then the last question is, mm. um, if you could make one recommendation as a step that anyone could take towards mm. healing, what would it be? Yeah. Towards healing, reach out. Mm. You know, you, you've got to reach out. Yeah. Um, don't do it alone. There are people out there that want to help. Um, and yeah, don't hesitate in asking for help. 
don't let pride get in the way or don't get embarrassed by it. Um, yeah, you just just ask the question, you know, just connect with those if you're in a circle. Um, I think, yeah, I think that would serve you really, really well. And, um, yeah, seek the help you need. And thank goodness we've got things that people out there and groups out there that we can reach out to. Um, but, yeah, connect with others. Yeah, yeah. that's a good one. Yep. Yeah, it's hard. Oh, it's been so nice to have you here, Matt. Oh, oh me, really yeah. appreciate it. It's yeah. it's been great. You were um you were very gentle on me, I think. So I appreciate <laughs> that. No, <laughs> no, well, it's it been easy. great. I mean, yeah. um, oh, thank you, and thank you for all your wonderful work. Oh, I'm just I'm really in admiration of what you've done oh, and thanks. continue to do. I mean, back when we finished in 2019, yeah. I yeah, I like following people's journeys. Yeah, um, yeah, and and to see what you've done, and for like when people listen to this, Megan's a gun. Like she's <laughs> one of the oh, most. <laughs> she, she is one of the most delightful people you'll ever want to meet with great ideas and um and a great sense of adventure. You know, reaching out in this world. So. Um, and, you know, highly, highly competent at what you do as well. So well done to you. I'm really Aww. so happy for you. Thanks, Matt. Did not yeah. expect this little uh, picture no, it's, no, it's cool. Now I'm flushing. I don't know what yeah. to say. No, you're a star. <laughs> yeah, well, thanks so much. Um, I'm sure people are going to learn a lot from listening to you today. Oh, thank you for having me. I loved it. <laughs> All good. Thank you, wonderful listeners, for making it right to the end of the podcast. We appreciate you. If you like what you hear, feel free to subscribe, give us a rating. We'll be dropping a new episode roughly once per fortnight, so you can stay tuned for the next one. Thank you.